Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you honor and glory. Thank you for your goodness and kindness. And we pray that you speak to us, Lord. Break the bread of life to us. Lord, that we may eat and have life. And life eternal. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us stand on our feet. Turn to the book of Ruth. The book of Ruth. Chapter 1. We shall begin with verse 1. With verse 1. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land and a certain man of Beth, Lehem, Judah, went to, journey, to Sojani in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. Aurwatu kamunaku abalamuzi zebala muridam enjalane guamunsi awomsajja owebesirekemu yuda nagendo kutula munsi ya moabu ye nemokazuwe nebatabanibe bombi. And the name of the man was Elmelik, and the name of his wife Naomi, and the name of his two sons Malon and Chilion. Ephrathites of Bethlehem, Judah, and they came into the country of Moab and continued there. Nerinyaliom Sajaliali Erimerechi, Nerinyaliam Kazue, Naomi, Nerinyaliabatabanibe Bombi, Maloni, Nekirioni, Abe Flas, Abe Flasi, Abe Besirekemuyuda, Nebatu Kamunsia Moabu, Nebabereo. And Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died. She was left, and her two sons. And they took them wives of the women of Moab. The name of the one was Opa, and the name of the other Ruth. And they called, they dwelt there about ten years. Elimelech ban Naomi nafa na ye nasigala nebatabanibe bombi nebawasa kubakaziba Moabu erinyaliomu olupa. And Malon and Chilion died also, both of them, and the woman was left of her two sons and her husband. Then she arose with her daughters-in-law that she might return from the country of Moab, for she had heard in the country of Moab how that the Lord had visited his people in giving them bread. Wherefore she went forth out of the place where she was and her two daughters-in-law with her, and they went on the way to return unto the land of Judah. 
Nava mchifo mwayali Neva kaba na bebo mbi Wamuna ye Neva tambula mkubo okuda yomonsi ya yuda And Naomi said unto her two daughters-in-law Go return each to her mother's house The Lord dealt kindly with you As ye have dealt with the dead and with me the Lord grant you that ye may find rest each of you in the house of her husband. Then she kissed them and they lifted up their voice and wept. Kama abawe okulaba okumola, bliomukumwe munyumba ya ba, nario kaba nyuegira, neba imusedobozuriabwe, neba kaba maziga. And they said unto her, surely we will return with thee unto thy people. Neba mugamba antidneda, na yetulidayonawe, eriabantubo. And Naomi said, turn again my daughters, why will ye go with me? Are there yet any more sons in my womb that they may be your husbands? Turn again, my daughters, go your way, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, if I should have a husband also tonight, and should also bear sons. Would ye tarry for them till they were grown? Would ye stay for them from having husband, from having husbands? Nay, my daughters, for it grieveth me much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord is gone out against me. Muchuke na te bana bangi mwedileyo kubanga nkadi mpitiri de okubano msajja. Bwena yogeranti nsubira, ne wankuba denga ambera no msaje chirochino, elane nzala abana abobu lenzi. Kale, muandibali ndiride okukula, temulivamuleka okubana abasajja, nedda bana bangi, kubanga numwa nyo okuluwa mwe, kubanga omukono kwa mkama, guafuruma okuluwa nanangi. And they lifted up their voice and wept again, and Opa kiss her mother-in-law, but Ruth clave unto her. And she said, Behold, thy sister-in-law is gone back unto her people and unto her gods. Return thou also. Return thou after thy sister-in-law. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, all return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go, and whither thou lodgest, I will lodge, and thy people shall be my people, and thy God shall be my God. Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. Aurusi na yogeranti tonega ili la kukuleka no kudayo obuta kugobelela. Kumanga jono genda anga jena genda nze. Era jono sula anga 
jenna sula anganze abantu bo bebana abanga abantu bange era katonda wo katonda wange John Lifiranze Jendifira era jebalinzi Jolifira era jebalinzika mukama ankole bwatyo era nokusingawo obange chigambo cho chona chiri twaukanya gwe nange wabula okufa May the Lord bless you to the reading of his word you may be seated Mukama gato mukisa kusomera kwe chigambo chemsobola okutula Praise God we will call the subject Ruth the true believer. Yeah, Ruth the true believer. Now this book of Ruth is one of the oldest books in the Bible. Yes, it was written many, many years. Uh, those long, long days of the judges. Uh, it is looked at by many people as a love story. Uh, but yeah, Brother Bram said, not only is it a love story, but it's a prophet. This book, the story of Ruth is a prophet. Because it is prophesying between the bride of Jesus Christ and Christ. Not only is it a prophet, but it's also a history. Not only is it a love story, a history, a prophet, it's God himself. Because in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. I mean, not only the love story, the, the story of Ruth, but the entire Bible. The entire Bible is a love story. The entire Bible is a prophet. Younger Bible And not only that, but it is God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. And the word is written here. This is the word of God. There are many books in the world. There are novels. Academic books. So many books. Constitutions of nations are books. Church constitutions. Different religions have their books. As their church constitution. But among all the books that are in the world. There is only and only one book that is called the Word of God. Now, 
This is a book. And God is so gracious that sacred as the book is, it is so important. It is God in the printed form. He made it sure that it's available for everyone, for every person. Poor and rich can have it. Because it's the book which shows where you came from. And who you are. And where you go when you die. It shows your destination. It shows the judgment day. How you will face God's judgment. Now God would not want you to face his judgment. And he would judge you out of a book. That you know nothing about. So you didn't want to judge you out of a book that you know nothing about. So he made sure that you read it. Praise God. So now, here is a story, a wonderful story of a family. The family of Naomi. Naomi. With her husband, Elmerik. Yeah, and whatever happened to them, it's a great, great story. Now, this story starts out something on that manner. As a lovable, sweet woman. Her name was Naomi. Naomi. Naomi means pleasant. Naomi chitegeze chintuwe chisanyusa. Elmelech was her husband. Elmelechi yeyaliba. Means worship. Ngachitegeza kusinza. When you add the kapo. Katiaba fumbaba na ababidi buobagata. It is pleasant worship. Ofune chigambo kusinza o kusanyusa. What a predestinated kapo blending without tailing. Ngaba aliba fumbaba teke wateke wa mobilebio. Amen. Amina. And they had a son. One is called Malon. It means sickness. And Chilion. Means weary. Gloomy. Busungu. Bunyikavu. Sadness. Naku. In other words. Pleasant worship ends up sick. And then it causes a gloomy situation. What happened? These pleasant worshippers backslid and when they backslid, it brought gloomy. 
It brought a gloomy situation. It blew, brought a sad situation. Amen. Amen. The Bible has told us Bible there came a famine in the land. There was a, a pandemic situation. A pestilence. Famine. In the land. And when it came about, it caused this family to leave the promised land. Now that was a mistake. Because not every believer left the promised land. Like the situation that is in the world today. A pandemic. A pestilence. And a lockdown. And every nation has experienced similar conditions. It is uniform. Pandemic everywhere. No solution everywhere. The poor, the rich nations. They are going in the same way. They are all wearing masks. Even in the White House. America. Even in the State House of Uganda. Uganda. Even the Parliament of America. Parliament America. Even the Parliament of Uganda. Parliament Uganda. Masks. Bukokolo. Even in Israel. Recently I heard on BBC. There was rioting in Israel. Because the government attempt, attempted to make another serious lockdown. And then people say, no, 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 no. This is too much. If we die, we die. Let us, leave. Let us learn to stay with this situation than for us to be subjected to these lockdowns. How long shall we be locked? Because the thing is here to stay. Or it may stay long. And then there is a believer. A sister in Jerusalem. That I contacted. They say I have heard there is a riot in Tel Aviv, Jerusalem. She said, yes, there has been uh, another wave of COVID-19. A serious wave again. And then the government thought a lockdown. And people are not uh, okay with it. You see? 
Another wave. Recently I had another serious wave in China. And another lockdown. It's like what the Pamawam has left. Has the locust eaten? And when the locust has left, the cankerworm has eaten. And when the cankerworm has left, the caterpillar has eaten. Like to completely prune the earth. And people say, how long? Yeah, we thought that when we look for a few months, the stress will come to normal. But it's worsening. When we looked, we had two people in Uganda. Now we have over 1,000. Should we continue locking until the government of Uganda has started opening? That is the wisest thing to do. You can't look for him. There are other consequences that goes on with locking. Even the churches we are asking for opening to be opened. And I believe soon they will consider us. They are just even very unfair to consider other areas than the places of worship. They want to remember them last. And it has caused a grievance to the Christians. Because when you say the church is most vulnerable. We don't want to say no. We don't, we, do, we don't believe that. You mean we are most vulnerable than the buses, the, 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 the matatus, the border borders, the arcades, because one arcade, before the day end, it will receive a client from Mutukura. He receives another one from Ajumani. He receives another one from Busheni. All those are strangers pouring in and going. They come with the problems of those regions. And the people who are selling, who are working the market, they stay together rubbing shoulders from morning to evening. But what about us, church? We are a family to begin with. Who always have lived together and who come to church for a few hours and we go away and we are able to make uh, uh, health measures and put them in practice that you cannot even put in an arcade all in Owino so why are we considered is God the last or we are being told 
that it's certain gaining from this situation. So I'm not preaching to riot, no. Yeah, but somehow it's a general grievance upon Christians. Yeah, there are some people who are used to that situation. There are people come in church on Easter. There are people come to church to their churches on Easter and then they see them once again on Christmas. Those ones are all contented. But for us, we are regular worshippers. So it hurts us most. But anyway, let us come back to the thought of the subject. The situation that was going on, it made this pleasant worship family to backslide. Maybe as we talk, some people are backslidden because of the prevailing situation. Oppressive situation. Don't think that you are justified. Because not every believer backslid around this time. Not every believer left is uh, Canaan land. Not every believer left the promised land. And I want to tell you, even if the situation becomes even tougher, not every believer will backslide. Shame on you who backslide. Even if we get locked for the next two, three years. Even if we, we get locked for ten years. We shall remain in our homes but proclaiming and holding on to Jesus. Where else can we go? Once he saved us, he saved us. We are firm on the rock. Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall never prevail against the gates of hell. Part of it is this situation that is going on. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Lockdown. Cafuse. All that situation around the world. Economic crisis. Persecution. Tribulations. Lack. But all that shall never prevail against the true church. Now, and the first mistake a Jew ever makes is Leave that land. 
God gave them that land. When Abraham was given that land, God told him not to leave that land. And he made a mistake when he went down into Geral. He got in trouble. That is Abraham himself. A, a Jew is never to leave Palestine. That is his lotted place. And the believer also has a Palestine. A believer has his promised land. His promised land is the word. His promised land is the Holy Spirit. No matter the situation. No matter the suffering. No matter the squeeze. Die or live. Far. Sink or float. Stay in the world. We are persecuted but not for a second. Said Paul. We are cast down but not destroyed. We hold on. Until the end. A believer. Must remain in the word. No matter what it means. Barren. Or with children. Rich. Or poor. Hungry. Or full. With a job. Or with no job. With a husband. Or with no husband. Whatever the situation. A believer. Must remain in the world. There is no excuse. And say. For me when I lacked this. When I lacked this, I could not stand. Oh, there are many people who have stood. Do you say? When I lost my children, and I lost my wealth, I could not stand. Then God will call Job. Job, come and testify. What happened to you? When you lost your children. You lost your cattle. You lost your sheep. You lost your goats. You lost everything. Even your skin started stinking and rotting on you. What, what happened to you? Did you lose your hold on God? Job will come with those outstanding words. I know my redeemer. Those kin worms destroy this body. Yet in my flesh. Would I see, will I see God? I know whom I have believed. And I'm persuaded. Praise God. Not stress him. 
No situation should make you live the word. But these people did that mistake. And we must learn from others. And when they left the word, because of the situation that was upon them, then the family perished. This woman who was pleasant, whose name meant pleasant, she lost her husband. She lost her two sons. And she remained alone. A family that went out three. Four. Now she's alone. Now, while there, she got two daughters-in-law. And one of them was Opa. And one is Ruth. Now these two daughters-in-law remained very young widows. And now Naomi Naomi she could not stay there in Moab. She had to return home. Now, what is Moab? Moab. Moab is a country which started like this. When Lord fled Sodom, all was spared from the wrath of God that came upon Sodom and Gomorrah. He fled to a certain area. And reaching there, his daughters, who had a law, learned a lot of modern Wickedness. Because modern ways goes with a lot of wickedness. Today when a woman puts on a panty, she's modern. And to know that the panties have seen in it, they don't just wear for them as if they feel they can do what we do, but they are anointed by the devil. They are not only panties, but uh, they are immoral. Panties, clothes, attires. They are attires of halots. We must call a spade a spade. We don't beat around the bush. Because Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Women 
Put on loose pants. But for them, they put on tight. Skin tight. Pants. And that is being modern. When a woman dresses like where the women, I'm seeing women here. If a woman wears like one of you was seated here, they scorn her and say she's old-fashioned. So to them to be modern is to be naked. When a young man puts on balance, where his underwears are hanging out, Mirunyankore would call you a chfire. Mirunyankore to kuita a chfire. A chfamutima. A chfamutima. Muruganda orichuuta. In Luganda orichuuta. A normal human being. Omuntu ategero burunji. Would get ashamed. Ajakuswala. For his underwears to be seen by the public. But to them, that is being modern. They are in style. And to make the matter worse, their churches, Sodom churches, where the pastors allow that. Even the people who come to sing on the pulpit. Are dressed like that. To look a modern church. They should change their church name. Instead of calling themselves Full Gospel, Deliverance, Miracle Center, Prayer Palace, Victory, Eden Revival, whatever, let them call themselves Sodom Church. Mchwacha amakaniso gaita Victory, Prayer Palace, Miracle Center, Simanya Revival, Bagaite, Ekanisa ya Sodoma. The truth is bitter, but it's what can cure this crazy, mad, insane generation. If I go to a church where men come with underwears out hanging out, and women come in the pulpit putting on skin tight I've lost them to the devil now. I would not want my wife to be a member of such a place. So the daughters of Lord, they fled with him with that thing in their 
mind. They were spoiled children. Do you know most of our children? Some of them are lucky only to 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 lack the 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 the, 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 the the practice of evil. They have not yet practiced. But in their minds, the things they watch on TV, the things they watch on computer, internet, what they watch on internet, within them, is full of Sodom darkness. Their thoughts are rotten. This is an evil generation. That is how Ruth's daughters were. When they reached there, they made a meeting. They made a meeting and said, You know, we are only girls. And now if we, you know, our, you know, our dad, you know, the, has lost the mother, ma- our mother became a pillow of sorrow. And now our dad remains a widow. And we are here alone. And our dad has no hair. Only us girls. Let us get a seed for from him. We get children for him. So the way to do it. Let us buy him alcohol. We make him drunk. When he's drunk. You'll go to him first. And then next time I also get, go and get a seed. And that's what they did. And they got pregnant from their dad. And from there, one produced a son. Called him Edom. Another one produced a son. Called him Moab. Moab. And one produced a nation of Edom. And another one produced a, a nation of Moab. Now, here is a believer who has fled from a famine to go to such a nation. What a place to live. What a seed to associate with. To associate with the people who are that kind of a seed. So it's a type if a believer will ever leave the principles of God of the word of God and the principles that are taught to you here in the word of decency and the love of God and the fear of God and prayer and the baptism of the Holy Spirit 
and living in the walking in the spirit. And then you go out to a place where they drink. You start associating with girls who put on miniskirts and have boyfriends and smoke and that is your association. Those are your friends. Boys whose conversations is about how to con girls. And they have girlfriends. And they go to nightclubs. And they drink. And smoke. And now you leave the community of the children of God. And you go to associate with such. Such feel, some people feel, especially our young people, they feel the church is boring. I was born in the message. I have heard those words since I was born. We have sung, sung those songs since we were born. I want to explore what is out there. So you go to explore what is in Sodom. Better stay in the ark. Outside there the devil like a rolling Lion is so aggressive seeking who to devour. You are step out, first step out of the ark. You will be in his jaws. By the time you want to set yourself out of him. It will be too late. Sin will take you longer that, that you want you would want to go. It will take you farther than you would want to go. And it will return you longer. Then you want to stay. And it may destroy you. Do these people one step out of the promised land? She lost her husband. She lost her two children. Pleasant. Worship. Turned into sickness. Worry. Okunyorwa. Sadness. Enaku. Trouble. Mitawana. Bitterness. Bukau. And she said, I must go back. Nagamba Aninokudai. She called her two daughters in law. Naita Bakaba Nabe Ababidi. Say children. Nagamba Abana. I have to go back. Takeduokudai. I was a believer. Nalimo Kiriza. I worshipped God. Nasinzanga Katonda. Of the Bible. I was in speckled bird. 
on whichever church you know that preaches this truth. We worshipped in the spirit. We worshipped and we attached at heart. And we 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 wept with the joy of the Lord. And we lived with a with a with a living hope, an eternal hope. We didn't fear evil because the Lord was always with us. We have that heartfelt religion that touches and blesses the soul. Let me tell you, there is nothing good, nothing satisfying in the world. No matter what you do there, it results into grief, hangover, condemnation, living a haunted life. There is nothing there. That's why our Lord Jesus Christ types a backslider with a prodigal who left the father's home just to go and eat with hogs. Imagine it leaving a father's home and you go and share food with Pigs. And when a pig pain. I enjoy touring and seeing animals. farm. like look walking around the farm. Even last week I was walking through touring a farm. But I really want to go to the part where pigs are kept. There is nothing I enjoy there. I'm not saying it is bad to rear pigs or even to eat them. You know, you never know they are sweet on the plate. But there is nothing when you go to their home. But imagine eating with them. Jesus was not just speaking for them. He meant that Eba is a pig pet. Night club, a night club, Chiyumba Chambis is a pig pen. Obamalaya, being a harlot, Chiyumba Chambis is a pig pen. Gambling, Chiyumba Chambis is a pig pen. Sport betting, sports betting, Chiyumba Chambis is a pig pen. 
The child of God, living God is your house. You go in such places. You are like a prince who has left a king's castle, a palace. And you go feed and dine with the hogs. This is what happened to this family here. They left the promised land. They went to Moab. Of all places, Moab. Before you know, they chose Moab. A nation that was birthed through iniquity. And not only iniquity, but perversion. A nation born in perversion. And they are part of that. They went there to live that life there. To survive there. That because there are challenges in the, in the land. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the woman says, I have to repent. I'm repenting to go back. Go back in the house of God. I'm going back to the house of the Lord. I want to hear those old songs again. That sing about the cross of Calvary. Sing about the blood of Jesus. And sing about the Beulah land in heaven. The blessed hope of the children of God. I want to go back. That's where my soul can be satisfied. And his daughters-in-law said, Mommy will go with you. We are going with you. Say, but my daughters-in-law, if you go with me, Things are not good for you. No. Mm -hmm. Because we Jews, we have a law of inheritance. If a woman dies, I mean loses a husband, she can only be inherited by the Closest kinsman of the disease. You, people from West, you know that. Amen. You married a woman, you paid your cattle. And now, wafa. Now you die. Family. The family will not allow the woman to go to other people. Family Whom you paid your cows. She has to be inherited. The father in law can inherit her. 
The brothers of the disease can inherit her. That is how it was in Israel. <laughs> so the woman told them. I am old. As you see me. My husband is dead. I have no chance even of having other sons. But let's say. The norm happens. And I get a husband tonight. Let's say I conceive twins. And they are both males. Will you wait for them to grow to inherit you? Therefore, going with me is misery. Is misery for you. There is no hope. There is no future in going with me. But rather stay here in Sodom. You may get Sodom people. Not Sodom, Moab. You may get your Moab people. And they marry you. You make a future. In Moab. A future in Moab. Some people look for futures in Moab. So when Opa had that discouragement, that tough gospel of sell all and follow me, she kissed her mother, no? Farewell. She went weeping. She went back to Sodom. Sorry, to Moab. But Ruth, the mother Lord told her, the mother in law told her, do what your sister has done. Muganda wo. She said, Nagamba. Far beat. Chidireri. That I can leave you. Inzokuvako. I will go with you. Njakugenda nawe. Kabani kundongo. We shall be together. Where you lodge, Jonah Sulang, our lodge, Jonah Sulanga. What will destroy you? Will destroy me. Nange chechirinzita. What you eat, Jonaria, I will eat, Jonaria. Where you die, Jonah Fida, I will die, Nyafide. Where you be buried, Jevana Kuzika, I will be buried, Jevana Zik. Your people Abantubo. will be my people. Your God will be my God. What a decision. What a decision. 
Let me tell you. Today. The churches of today. They have put a deceiving gospel on the pulpit. That Christianity is a journey in the garden of roses. That is Christianity. Come. 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 You will be rich. Come. You will have a husband. Come. You will be prosperous. Come. You are going to America. Come. Things are good. That's not true. If you are coming. Because of blessings. Physical blessings. You have not come in the right way. But in this journey, there are trials and temptations. They are there. But the beautiful thing about it, the Lord is always with us. The shepherd is always with us. He will take care of us. Many other afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers them out of them. Seek you first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And the rest shall be added Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is like marriage. Soon you are going to hear us. Lead them into a very complicated vow. I will stick with you. In riches and poverty. Do you know what that means? The man loses his job. And for a whole year he has no, he's not employed. He's not having a job. And you yawn in one corner, he yawns in one corner. No, 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 no. And the children yawn in another corner. And he's still a darling. Honey. You mean this thing yawning there is honey? Angel, you're hungry. He has not managed to feed you. You are just yawning. You are yawning. You don't even know what comes next tomorrow. You mean he remains honey? The day he came with a boot the other day. With a bunch of matoke. With a pineapple. With a chicken. With bread. With a tray of eggs. With biscuits. Even, he had even bought for you a new dress. 
He was honey then. You mean even now? A year has gone minus a new dress. Now he's there yawning. You mean he is still honey? In good times and bad times. In sickness and in health. You may marry them. The eye starts getting diseases. But before, by the end of the day, even the other eye starts getting sick. How do you call ensenke in English? Huh? A cataract. Cataract. Cataract in the eye. Cataract. Cataract. I hope that's right. It develops in one eye. A cataract comes in one eye. After a short time. And another time, another one. She turns blind. And you have to stay with a sweetheart. Whom you lead out and lead in. But the covenant said. In sickness and health. Some people will just repeat the, those words here. And we don't know what we're talking about. We think it's easy. But it's a very serious covenant. And it's a very serious commitment. And there are other people whose eyes can see. Very beautiful girls. And they have their good eyes. And you can have them. Because they are also interested in you. And they can even pass a text. And say, how is your blind uh, darling? Do you truly mean <laughs> you, you are going to stick with a blind woman <laughs> forever? That because you are what? You are a believer. But, but, but David had many wives. And me, I'm, I'm available. I'm searching. And you mean you're going to stay with them? And because of the covenant, because of the word of God, yes, you're going to stick to the. Now there are some people who look at girls, a girl. And they say, oh my. Let me rush before anybody else comes. Because I've never seen such a beautiful girl like you. If other brothers reach there before me. 
I will live to regret. Don't. Approach marriage prayerfully. Don't papa. The beautiful ones are not yet even born. They are coming. So don't papa. So when you go for one woman, among billions, make sure you've gone to one that you will never regret. You love her with all your heart. And you are sure God has led you. You must approach it prayerfully. Same applies to a Christian decision. Listen to this. Marriage decision is similar, same in every aspect with decision for Christ. Someone must make a decision. Like Ruth made a decision. Even when she was promised a bad future. But she had heard the story from mother-in-law. About how the God of Abraham. The God of the Jews. Is the creator of the heavens. Yes. How he is powerful. Gracious and merciful and kind. How he is the great shepherd of his people. How he is their heal and defense. How is the security to their life? The gift of eternal life. And she desired that God to be her God. She was willing to pay every price. Every sacrifice that is involved to see that that God is her God. That's what all she wanted. Whether she will ever marry or not if I can have that God. If I be poor or rich if I can have that God. Whether I be popular or I'll be despised if I can only have that God. I call him father and he calls me daughter. I call him, he calls me son. 
just to serve that God. Even if I will never get a chance to marry. But when the God of Abraham is my God. And the only way to have him be my God is to follow Naomi. The Jew. She, she has the formula. How that will be my God. So I make my decision. Let me tell you. There is a decision that goes with starting the Christian journey. And no person on earth can make that decision for you. But it is you. It must come from your heart. Not from your lips. Not from your intellect. From the heart. Because even if you say words that you don't mean in the heart. You won't finish up. You, it must come from the heart. Like Ruth made her decision. From the heart. Whether I will get inherited or not. Whether I will get inherited or not. Whether I will get married or not. I only want to be one of them that worship the true living God and that God be my God. That's all I want. It's more than anything. It's more than marriage. It's more than children. It is more than silver and gold. It's more than worldwide fame. That's all I want. That kind of a decision. No one can make for another. You have to make it yourself. That's where I differ with religion. You are here, our friends, you are religious people. We love you so much. Some of you are ministers in those religions. We don't blame you. You also met a system and you had to serve it. And you had no right to do what you see in the Bible. But you have to do what was prescribed for you and what they teach you from the Bible colleges. Now I don't blame you. But God will blame you surely. That is the bad thing about it. If you don't make that decision to do the things and follow this book, in this Christian journey, 
Nobody stands on your behalf. In this Bible book, nobody was ever baptized when somebody has having got God parents. Nobody is in this Bible. Whoever was baptized here, he was asked, do you believe with all your heart? And he personally confessed yes. The Bible says we are saved by faith. And faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. That's why Jesus said, go into the world. Preach the gospel. He that hears and believes shall be saved. Believes and baptized shall be But he that believeth not shall be damned. In the light of that scripture, where do you get the authority to baptize an infant? Who cannot believe or Deny. Even the government of the world cannot hold responsible a minor. Whatever he says, he's a minor. He doesn't know. He cannot be brought to answer. But he will answer for what they have spoken. Neither what they have said. Now what about God? Who un God understands more than the governments of this world. God. He cannot judge a young baby. But why did you die before you were baptized? He can't. It's a lie of religion. They creeds and dogmas of Rome. That if a child dies before, before he believes He'll be, I mean, before he's baptized, he'll be lost. They should not also add this. That if a child dies before he believes, shall be lost. Because baptism comes after believing. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. Therefore, if lack of baptism will take you to hell, it should be lack of baptism for not believing. There it loses track. 
the doctrine crashes. Because you cannot condemn a child for not believing. If you cannot condemn him for not believing, then you cannot condemn him for not being baptized. Jesus said, let all the children come to me. For only people who are like this can enter heaven. And when they came to him, the Bible does not say that he baptized them. He blessed them. This is when they are in a very good condition to go to heaven. Because here, they have not lied. Here, they have not become drunkards. Here, they have not stolen. They have not seen all the government's money. Here, they have not committed adultery. Here, they have not refused the word. When person dies when he's an infant, he has a hundred percent chances of going to heaven. Baptized or not baptized. Baptism is null and void for an infant. For baptism only comes to those who have made their decision. Who have believed. We are going to call this bride a few minutes from now. Can you call an infant? And you say, You are one month old. Do you decide to take bright when you grow older? We shall teach you and, and give you a confirmation when you grow old. But now we are going to ask you whether you have chosen to marry bright but Sharon will will answer for you. Because so, Sibera, do you choose to take bright to be your lawful wedded husband? Will you love him and cherish him whether he's sick or healthy? Whether he's poor or rich. And we're asking a one-old-year girl on the basis that when she grows to a certain age that goes to school, we shall train her what it means. Then confirm her. Confirmancio. If we did that, the government would burn this church. 
What have you done? You have led an infant for a marriage vow to a man. Huh? And then it's another person becomes a mwema for her. They would burn that religion. I wonder why they are not burning these churches. That are baptizing infants. It is against the law of the government. The government, government has an age of accountability. Government Even a minor is not taken to court to answer anything. There is an age. If you cannot make a minor answer a marriage commitment, then you cannot make a minor answer a Christian a, a commitment. That you will carry the cross of Jesus and follow him day and night. The cross you must carry it voluntarily. Voluntarily. Yeah. Mm. Not, you are not forced. It has to be voluntarily. Whether you are going to stick to this woman, it has to be voluntary. Whether you are going to suffer all these these challenges because of Christ. It has to be voluntary. Because at any time you can say, ah. Sawa you know gamba. These things is so burdensome. How can I stay with this man that is mistreating me? Yet I have other men who love me. Because the Bible, no. So, Christianity is a voluntary choice. Now, who told you that you put young children into Christianity by force, by baptizing them? Who told you? That is why they have grown up and they become halots. That is why they are full in government offices. But they are thieves. They are, they are a problem even to the government. The government can never trust them. Government is a basic. 
that's the reason why there is police. And cells. For those children that the church deceived that they are followers of Christ. Then what do you do, Pastor Gideon? When children are born, we dedicate them to the Lord. That is biblical. We lay hands and pray for them. Then when they start growing, we start showing them the Bible. We show them the way of the Lord. Then when they, they come to a, to a level, when their mind is mature enough, to make a choice. We allow them to choose. And you find a believer, a young, a child of a believer. At the end of the service. After the pastor has preached. He asks, how many would like to take Jesus? To be their Lord and Savior. To choose to serve him. All the days of their lives. And the child of the believer raises the hand. We call him face to face with Jesus. He makes his decision. Embraces Jesus. We take him to the water. We baptize him. That is the way of the Bible. But if you are not accepting this, those of you who are here with us, forgive us, don't look at us with a bad eye. For us, we are obligated to preach the Bible. We preach the children of God listen to them. And they accept them. Those who don't want to accept them. It is their right. But on the judgment, we shall know. Which church represented the Bible? Which preacher represented the Bible? And which preacher represented a syllabus of the Bible College? Because you'll be asked preacher. Where did you get that? And your reference will be Bible College. And I'll be asked. I want to refer to, the, to God's word. I read that in the Bible. 
You said it, Jesus. Yes, go at your I cannot risk my soul to a denomination which denomination changes every day. They hold their synods and they debate on what to stand for. I can't risk myself for that. A few years ago, they called a bishop synod in Britain to discuss a very pathetic topic. It's very pathetic that they could discuss that whether a bishop can be a homosexual or not. How many read it in the papers? Or had it in the, in the news? But you people, a homosexual, can he be a bishop? Concerning somebody being a, a bishop, is it allowed for a, a homosexual to be a bishop? That is the topic. Canterbury. And the African bishops. And the you, the, 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 the Asian bishops. They protested. And even they stormed out. A sensible person would do that. African Asia is more sensible than Europe, America, Canada. The other one said, the rest said, let those people of the third world go out. We shall think for them. They went on. In the discussion, with their modern reasoning, their Moabu, Moabu, Mind. They said, it's a right of any individual to know what he wants to love. You cannot interfere with someone's rights. You cannot rule someone's love. Choice. It is natural. If a man wants to love a fellow man, it is natural. Because 
And it's a human right. And then, yet you cannot discriminate him. For us to deny them office of bishop is discrimination. Condemning them of their choice. No Because of that, according to the Anglican Church, a homosexual can be ordained bishop. So let it be written. So let it be done. And they ordained their first homosexual bishop. He's the bishop of Canada. Robinson. If you think I'm speaking heresy. Go to the internet. Ask it to give you the news of all that I have told you. If you missed it. Okay, ask it. The first Anglican homosexual bishop. Bishop or Anglican They'll give you Robinson. Robinson. Canada. Canada. And when he was ordained. And the circumstances. I mean. Religion Religions change. But the Bible changes not. The Bible says Jesus Christ the same yesterday. Today. And forever. That's why some of us. Refused. Rebelled against you people. To risk our souls. Into a religious system that keeps changing. But our souls are holding on thus, says the Lord. The Bible says the word of God is forever settled in heaven. It never changes. No system, no man has power to go to heaven and change it. The Bible was written by 40 writers. And In a space mubanga of about 4000 years. But no writer differed with another. All the forty 
one contradicted the other. Before Jesus came, whatever they prophesied was moved by the Holy Spirit and they were prophesying about the coming Messiah. All of them never lived in the same age some came thousands after others had gone but they were in the same thought because their wisdom came from the same author for the Bible says the scriptures all of them are good all of them are right they were written by men who were moved by the Holy Ghost not taught by the Bible College moved by the Holy Ghost. Some of them didn't know even how to write their names. Some of them didn't know even alphabets. They never stepped in a classroom. A man like John the Baptist at the age of nine the spirit comes upon him takes him from home to the wilderness. Stay there. Until the age of 30. From 9. He comes. Preaching. I'm the voice. Of the one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the ways of the Lord. Every hill will be brought down. Every valley will be lifted. He's coming. He will burn the chaff with unquenchable fire. No, 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 no education. But inspired by the Spirit of God. That is the Bible. It was written by such people. Paul said, The words that I teach you, I was not taught them by any man. I was not taught, but they were given to me by Christ. That is the Bible. Those that will be saved from hell. They will have hold themselves on the Bible. Ruth, Lucy, will you go? Oh, Let me close my books. Because I can preach for 24 hours. Until we wait you tomorrow morning. But, it never happened in the Bible. It will not be the first time. Paul preached until one man fell asleep and even he fell and died. And he prayed for him and he resurrected. Now listen. 
Ruth when she decided to go. Ruth when Sarah ogenda. She went. Yagenda. And when they reached Israel. Naomi. Naomi. Had a kinsman. Yalina Oluganda Oluyo. Who was a great investor. E yaliom sajja msigan simbi waman. A great farmer. O mulimio waman. He was called Boaz. Yali aitiwa Boaz. She was instructed. Era omwaro nonala girwa. To go and work in his field. Agenda kulemu nimiro yom sajjon. So she went. Katina ina agenda. And then. Yatukeyo. As she worked there. Boyali akola. With a young man there. Nganaba lalaba to. One time Boaz came around. Lumo Boazi inajanga ita ita. And his eyes fell on this girl. This gentle girl. And said, whose girl is that? Said, oh, you remember your king's family? Which went to Moab. Who died there. But the lady came back. With this lady. She was a, a wife. Of your, of your cousins. Okay. And then as you watched her. The lady had a, a golden character. She was hard working. She was humble. She was nice. He notes her. He notes her. And and then, he kept his eye on her. As she labored. As she worked. Until one time. She was instructed by Naomi. Naomi Yamulagida. The girl. When he comes in the field there, watch where he has laid. And then when he's asleep, remove his blanket, open his beddings. And, and lay just at his feet. That was typing something. Don't think it's just you know a, a wrong a lose life. No. It meant with the bride of Jesus. We have to go to where he lied. At the cross. And stay there. And bow there. And worship. And pray. Until. Change comes. In our life. And then when the man woke up. Boaz found someone down at his feet. Who are you? Gwani. Said, I'm Ruth. Amen. Amina. 
And then from there, the man started a plan of marrying her. Finally, finally, he prepared a wedding like this one. And he married her. She was redeemed. Meaning a church you make a tough decision. Serious decision. Christ. What comes next? You start serving. Serving in his economy. Serving in his kingdom. Every man and woman we are called to serve in the field of Jesus. When you pray, when you give in your offering, when you support the cause of the gospel, when you go to win souls, you are laboring in the field of Boaz, the man who will finally inherit you, redeem you. And you stone his knees on your knees. At his feet where he died. Praying. Pleading. Day and night. Until you are fully redeemed. God willing next Sunday. I will start there. In this story. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Down at the cross where my Savior died. Down where for cleansing from sin I cried. There to my heart was the blood of blood. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Oh, glory to his name. Oh, there to my heart was the Yes. Down on the cross where my Savior died. Down where for blessing from sin I cry. There to my heart was the blood.
Je suis 